This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Donald Trump has come out with a full endorsement of another Alabama congressman. Trump is giving his complete and total endorsement to Robert Adderholt in his bid for re-election. Trump says that Adderholt is an America First conservative working to stop the weaponization of the justice system, strengthen the military, and secure the border. Adderholt responded by saying he's honored to receive such an endorsement from Trump. More recently, Trump has endorsed Congressman Mike Rogers and Gary Palmer in their re-election bids. And the Alabama Democratic Party is pulling out and dusting off their Adolf Hitler comparisons for one of Alabama's U.S. senators. The ADP put out a post on social media in response to Senator Tommy Tuberville's recent comments on Newsmax that the military is weak and has gone woke thanks to Joe Biden and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. Now, we've got a lot of good military people, but uh, infiltrating our military is all this wokeness. And it's coming from the top, coming from Joe Biden coming from Secretary of Defense Austin. It's coming from uh, Milley, uh, who is uh, recently gone. But it's a disaster. They can't get anybody, Eric, to join the military. They're begging people to come back that left because they, they didn't take the vaccine. We're in huge trouble. Our country is in huge trouble. People better wake up and see what's going on. The ADP Post suggested that Tuberville was speaking in code words to mean that he wants the U.S. military to look more like the Third Reich of Nazi Germany rather than have females or diverse ethnicities enlisted. The ADP then called on Tuberville to not speak in code words anymore but to say what he means. Not long ago, this very same party suggested that Tuberville had caused the death of the Marine Corps general for Tuberville's hold on military promotions. The Democrat Senate leader, Chuck Schumer, is going to present a resolution this week that is designed to circumvent the hold that Senator Tommy Tuberville has placed on military promotions. The U.S. Senate Rules Committee passed a measure that changes the rules on the Senate floor to allow for bulk voting on these promotions rather than taking them on an individual basis. Tuberville sits on the Armed Services Committee, which has engaged in this type of bulk voting for nominees in the past, but Tuberville has chosen not to engage in that process any further as a protest of the Department of Defense ignoring federal laws about abortion. Nine Republicans will need to join Democrats for this resolution to pass the full Senate. Well, the year of 2023 is wrapping up, and so is the window of opportunity for churches within the United Methodist Church who want to disaffiliate from the denomination and retain their church property. There have been 574 churches here in the state of Alabama alone that have chosen to leave the UMC in the early part of this year, and they did so while a rule was still in effect that allowed the congregations to retain their church properties even after disaffiliation. There are now 60 churches who have sought to leave the conference after a rule change was made a few months ago by one of the Alabama Methodist conferences here in the state. Now only eight of those churches have been granted approval to do so and still retain their church property. The Alabama Supreme Court is going to hear oral arguments soon from some of these churches who are suing the UMC to be allowed to disaffiliate and retain their properties. The Birmingham City Council approved a loan this week to Birmingham Southern College The loan of $2.5 million has a 10% interest rate that will be forgiven if the BSC opens up again in the fall of 2024. Another $2.5 million will be loaned and repaid over the course of 20 years at a 1% interest rate. Birmingham Southern College President Daniel Coleman said he's deeply grateful to the Birmingham City Council and Mayor Randall Woodfin for putting this economic package together to show value for the school being within that community and to help continue its several master's level programs that are being offered. 
The United Methodist Church for the North Alabama Conference has also pledged a $2.5 million investment in that school following the decision that was made by Birmingham City Council. And Alabama Congressman Gary Palmer is suggesting that the U.S. Secretary of Education be sent back to history class to learn a little bit more. Palmer made the post on social media after Secretary Miguel Cardona completely butchered a quote coming from former President Ronald Reagan. He not only gave a quote that was incomplete, but it was also entirely taken out of context. You know, we're going to set up follow-up calls with every governor we met with to make sure we're available. Um, As uh, I think it was President Reagan said, we're from the government. We're here to help. Here's what Ronald Reagan actually said. I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, 4,000 auto dealers here in the U.S. have signed on to a letter that was sent to President Joe Biden. That letter urges him to back off the push for electric vehicles and increase sales to be at 60 percent by 2030. The auto dealers wrote that the supply of unsold EV is surging and they're not selling as fast as they're arriving on the lots. And that includes all the deep price cuts that are being put in place by manufacturers and the government. Just last month, several big auto manufacturers revamped their EV projections and production goals. Ford cut back on $12 billion in EV investments, saying that they are being judicious about future production in order to better match market demand. GM also decided to slow production of their EV pickup trucks. The changes are all because Americans are not wanting the EVs due to their cost, battery charge durability, and issues with the availability of charging stations, as well as refueling times, which can take up to 45 minutes. The auto dealers have put it more politely in that letter, saying that some customers are in the market for EVs, but the majority of customers are not ready to make the change. In this letter, they also called on Joe Biden to tap the brakes on unrealistic government EV mandates in order to allow for more time for technology to improve and advance on batteries and for domestic sources to grow in finding the necessary minerals for those batteries. Currently, those minerals are being supplied solely by China. President Joe Biden's son, Hunter, will be answering questions from the House Oversight Committee this coming month of December. The attorney for Hunter, Abby Lowell, wrote to the Oversight Committee chairman, James Comer, and said his client is ready to testify, but wants to be in public and plans to do so at the Public Oversight and Accountability Committee hearing. Lowell indicated that Hunter wants to put an end to what was termed as an empty investigation that is wasting time in Congress and using up government resources. The subpoena that was sent to Hunter by the House Oversight Committee has set a deposition date for December 14th. We're assuming that's the time that Hunter will appear. Hunter is being called in to answer questions about his foreign business deals that benefited all the members of the Biden family, including Joe, while the Biden family did not offer any tangible service or product other than access to Joe Biden when he was vice president. The trial against Donald Trump in New York City continues forward, the latest to testify in this civil fraud case were executives from Deutsche Bank, including Managing Director Dave Williams. He took to the witness stand to answer questions from New York Attorney General Letitia James. Williams did not side with James on her conclusion that Trump had overvalued his assets and properties when he was seeking bank loans from Deutsche Bank. Williams confirmed to James that Trump never defaulted on his loans from Deutsche Bank, or any other bank for that matter, And he also stated that it was impossible for Deutsche Bank to properly calculate the net worth of their client with any mathematical certainty. Williams maintained on the stand that net worth is a largely subjective series of estimates. The statements from Williams is a bolster to Trump's defense and against the claims of James that banks were defrauded their interest rate gains 
Due to Trump's value claims, more executives from Deutsche Bank are expected to testify in the next few days. There are now 33 states that have filed a lawsuit against the parent company of Instagram and Facebook. The lawsuit is ongoing against Meta and CEO Mark Zuckerberg. And the recent revelation of lawsuit documents from the plaintiffs have allegations that Meta coveted and pursued underage users once they were aware of their presence on the platform. The claims in the court were reported on by the New York Times. The plaintiffs continue to accuse Meta of dishonest practices in managing those accounts with users under the age of 13, first by not enforcing the age restriction at all, and then second by not pursuing parental consent. The Pope is taking out all of the enemies that are closest to him, apparently. Pope Francis has removed Cardinal Burke from a Vatican apartment and has eliminated his salary. Burke has been one of the most conservative critics of the Pope. He was ordained a priest in 1975 and is considered an expert in canon law. He was then made a cardinal by Pope Benedict in 2010. Burke was given a ceremonial role by Francis a few years ago. Since then, Burke has questioned the Pope's stance on same-sex unions, women's ordination to the priesthood, and sacramental absolution. Pope Francis called Burke a source of disunity and employed the privilege of removing retired cardinals from the Vatican. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 